To all my guys, gals, and non-binary pals of audio podcast land, and welcome to another exciting episode of Brave New Wild, a junior Braves of the Apocalypse Actual Play podcast. I am your brave master, Mikey. You can follow me all over the social medias at various iterations of Pop Culture Geek. You can also follow all of us collectively at Vibe Tribe Productions. You're going to want to make sure to give us a follow to stay up to date on all the actual play podcasts and pop culture podcasts that we got going on. We got a lot of things in the works and there's a little something for everyone. So make sure that you give us a like, a follow, stick around and be entertained because I think we're entertaining. At least I think so. Who knows? As always, I am joined by my amazing cast of players. We're going to go around. They're going to introduce themselves. And then we're going to jump straight into this episode proper. So, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, by the grace of the gods, a.k.a. me, Adolfo, you shall be the first to go. <laughs> Thank you, Mikey. Los programas and welcome. I am Adolfo, the nerdy Puerto Rican. Um, in this season of the... Vibe Tribe. You can find me over talking with the Biconics and over talking with the Divergence on our podcasts. And then you can catch me on the Academy Real Play podcast, Neon Memories Real Play podcast. And in this in in this game, I'm playing a little a little guy by the name Bobby McGillicuddy, and it's a wicked fucking pissa as to what's what's been going on. And I know that. It hasn't even been two fucking minutes, and I'm already cursing up a storm. But we have zombies, peoples. We have fucking zombies, okay? Demonetized. <laughs> nah, it's all good. We're good. Alrighty, next up, he's not a window, but he's Amador. <laughs> that never gets old, and it hurts me every time. Hi, everyone. It's Amador. You're not so normal guy. I don't do much outside of here at the Vibe Tribe, but... What I do is I play Astartes. I play an Astartes in Death Watch. I play a lovely ankle-biting goblin and Call of the Deep. I play lots of other things. But today, I will be playing everyone's favorite loud snorer, ruiner of all the camping trips, Artie. Yes, I love this. And then, of course, last but certainly not least, at least for now, he is new to Vibe Tribe, but we love him all the same. The one and only Kellen. Hey, y'all. I'm Kellen, also of the Celtic Wyvern King. You can find me under Twitch and TikTok under the same. For Vibe Tribe, I'm really just here, at least for time being. Who knows what may happen in the future? And I am playing Alex, our adventurer of the Scout, because someone's got to go do the dumb, stupid stuff. And Artie, you're not the ruiner of camping trips, at least not for everyone, mainly just CJ. <laughs> oh my goodness, that opening session is so much fun. In a little bit, you will once again hear one of our other cast members, Josh, who plays our lovable Gabriel, the ruffian archetype. He will be here in a little bit. Unfortunately, we are down to other players for this session. Our lovable... CJ, played by the one and only Chris, is under the weather, so he's not feeling too good. And 
Also, our lovable Sutfin, who plays, and I'm never going to get tired of saying this name because I think it's great. Our lovable Sutfin, who plays Ozymandias, or Ozzy for short, is also feeling a little bit under the weather, but they will both return at the next episode. But with introductions out of the way, let's jump into tonight proper with a bit of a recap. So last time on Brave New Wild, we ended up rewinding the clock a little bit as we got to see what Ozzy was up to since he couldn't go on the camping trip. Stupid allergies, man. He His grandparents thought he was sick and then it just turned out to be his allergies and it was a whole mess. But as he was as Ozzy was laying about his room, his grandparents were out of town. He got a FaceTime call from one Diego Garcia, who is happens to be a friend of our troop. He was is a Brave Scout, not was he is a Brave Scout that was a part of Troop 202 before moving over to Las Vegas. And in the FaceTime call, we got a little bit of Diego and Ozzy's friendship, as well as we know that Mrs. Garcia, Diego's mom, loves all of our troop. And so after the FaceTime call, Ozzy heard the town sirens go off. And upon going to his treehouse to inspect what was going on, he ended up finding out that there are zombies everywhere, people. It was out of control. It was crazy. As he was gathering supplies in his house, Ozzy was surprised when he heard a crash through his window and come to find that there are now zombie doggos. After escaping through his backyard from a pack of wild zombie doggos, he made his way to the local church where he ran into a mysterious hooded figure who left a package for Ozzy. And upon opening it, it was a little piece of a mirror to signal SOS. Ozzy did as the note says, where our lovable rest of the troop 202 saw this shiny SOS Morse code message and drove into town in which good old big old Bertha, the van ended up breaking down as soon as they got back into town. Upon making their way towards the destination of the church, our troop ended up coming face to face with a real life zombie and this thing is and it's not no slow moving zombies like your stereotypical ones. We're looking at shambling 28 days later World War Z type of nonsense. It is out of control here. Thankfully, Gabriel kind of was able to hold his nerve a little bit to be able to fight off the zombie, which gave way for the rest of the troop to basically run their way over to the church in which they ended up barricading the doors and reuniting with Ozzy where they came to terms with exactly what is happening. Zombies are everywhere. It is a apocalypse of some sort. Friends and families are nowhere to be seen at this moment. And we ended the last session that upon doing some investigation from the choir law, Bobby was able to see that there is a auto repair shop just down the street which gave him the brilliant idea to see what he could find in order to fix Big Bertha and to fix the van, because y'all gonna need a car eventually. <laughs> so that is where we're going to pick up. So I will say for the sake of it, it is towards the late afternoon, early evening. So let's say about four or five o'clock. Padre Pio. 
Padre Pio has just finishing going over all the entrance ways and with the help of some of the troop was able to barricade all the doors. And so as you all are just resting and relaxing, Bobby, you make your way back down from the choir loft after your recent discovery of the auto <laughs> repair shop down the street. And uh, yeah, you walk over to the rest of the group that Artie and Alex are just chilling in the pews somewhere and just resting a little bit. But yeah, so I will give you the floor and let you roll from there. So while Bobby was up in the choir loft, something else that he wanted to try to see was, or something that he wanted to observe was the actual zombies themselves. <clears throat> was Were there any out on the street? Were they just kind of milling about? Were they acting like they were still alive and like trying to go about their existence? Were they by themselves? Were they like grouped up together? So, yeah, so he, yeah, he was trying to observe what he could from the zombies. Okay. What I will do is because I had you roll to see which anyways, I won't make you roll again and I will count your success from the previous session as a part of this. So this is what you were able to see as far as the zombies go. So what is there's not too many human zombies, humanoid. I guess they're still human, even though they're decaying. But there aren't too many humanoid zombies about. Granted, they are shambling. But as you've experienced when you guys walked into town, when they are ready to go, they will come up and they will in a, without a moment's notice just start going at it if need be. Bobby, as you observe a little bit, you see about two or three zombies just milling about walking up and down the street all over the place, just wandering around with no clear destination. Though you do, interestingly enough, see that as you are watching the zombies, you see a little black cat run across the street. And as cats tend to do when they have zoomies, they don't really hit. They don't see where they're going. And so this you see this little black cat like scurry across the street and kind of crash into a looks to be a couple of like empty cans and soda like glass soda bottles that are just laying about. And as this cat crashes into it, the cat is fine, but the bottles tend to fall over, which make the clanging noise as glass soda bottles tend to do. And as you are observing the cat goes across the street and upon the glass bottles clattering against the sidewalk in the street, you see the zombies quickly turn about and mill over to that to that direction where the sound came from. So based on your observation, it seems that these zombies are very reactive when it comes to sounds. And so they just wander about, but they hone in once they hear sound. So I guess the best way to put it is like they can still see, but they act on instinct like bats do is that that the sound waves from noises made tend to attract them as well. So Bobby is going to after he's done doing his observance, he is going to head down into where everyone else is down the church and he's going to Find an empty pew that's that's really close to the rest of the group, and he's gonna 
when he sits down, he's going to sit down crisscross applesauce in the pew. So he's going to bring his uh, his legs up. And who all is awake right now? I'm definitely, Artie's definitely awake. I'm going to say Alex is probably asleep. Yeah. And then, of course, I will say that Gabriel is preoccupied with something that Padre Pio is having him do real quick. And then CJ and Ozzy are also... CJ is still passed out on the floor because he passed out (laughs) after everything that happened. And then Ozzy is just taking a nap on one of the pews. (laughs) So as of right now, in your immediate area, Bobby, it is Artie that is awake. (laughs) All right. Bobby is going to look over... is going to sit and he's going to look over to Artie. And he's going to be like, this is a wicked fucking Tessa, ain't it, Artie? Yeah, you could say that. It could be worse. It could be one of them. From what I've been watching, that it's not like they even have any rhyme or reason anymore. This they just walking around. I did see though that uh, some cat ran into some shit and uh, caused a big old banging, and uh, the zombies. It seems like they they followed the sounds. So that might be useful information later. Bobby will stare off into nothingness and kind of blink and then he'll look back at Artie and he'll be like hey I'm, can I level with you Artie Ad, I'm, I'm really embarrassed by the way I acted when we first got here I, I'll be honest I'm not really sure what to make of all this and uh, there's a lot of processing that's going on right now I'm not really don't really know where to begin but uh, I'm trying to get my shit together right now and think about things that need to get done. Like Betha out there, I know that we got to get it fixed. And I saw that just down the street is is a Big Bubba's tire shop, which I'm sure the last few times I went to Big Bubba's, they were, first of all, Bubba's a fucking asshole. All right. I don't care what anyone says. I hope that fucker, I hope that he's zombified or cut in half or some shit like that. Excuse my French. He'll, he'll, Bobby will uh, will do an impromptu like cross uh, crossing of himself, and he'll look up at the uh, at the ceiling of the church. Excuse my French there, JC, but uh, but fuck that guy. Anyway, Adi, but I know his partner Danny. Now Danny, that dude, he was on the up, and he ran that place, and he actually kept some really good things and some high quality car pots, which we're definitely going to need for Bertha. And if I may, you may perhaps, well, thank you. I thank you. (laughs) Perhaps if we present this to the group diplomatically. Okay. Okay. Maybe we might find an upgrade to our current vehicular situation. If you catch my drift. My drift. I do. But oh, what if we also put some like armor on the van? What well, make the best out of the situation? Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, I'm following what you're putting up and putting down. All right. But now, hear me out. Dipl- diplomatically. Ears. Ears. Okay. Good. Okay, good. Diplomatically, what if we went to Big Bubba's and what if perchance we found like an escalator or one of one of them one of them joints? True. I personally think 
that the owner of that vehicle is non-gratis anymore, if you catch what I'm saying. So we could upgrade to that and put arm on it. Uh, spikes? Put some knives, yeah. knives on the tires. Yeah, I'm straight up Mad Max. Straight up Mad Max <laughs> shit. Yeah, definitely. So we can impale some motherfuckers, and it'd be good. It'd be a wicked fucking time. I like Hear it. me out. Hear me okay. out too. Okay. Look, I'm a little weird. I like radios. I love radios. But what if we can get in contact with someone who's a little bit higher than all of our pay grades? We don't get paid. But someone that's a little bit more important than we are with a radio, I can find some spare parts. I know a little tinkering. I'm not the brightest tool in the shed or however that saying goes. But just saying, we could find maybe some radio parts. Get some from car radios. Liking the cut of your jib. I think we could do that. I think we could fucking Frankenstein something that we could definitely do. Come on. How many of those freaking 18 wheelers? Have driven through this fucking town. Those, you know, those schmoes. They got them fucking CB radios on there. With the, yes, that's what I'm mean, saying. Yes, yes, and yes. My only problem: we use that car lift. It's hydraulics. It's gonna make everyone. It's gonna. It's gonna. All of China is gonna hear us. Yeah, that's definitely true. Don't want no China to hear us with that as it is they're spying on us with the inflatable balloons and whatnot but that but i digress yeah so we need to do this however i don't think just the two of us are going to be able to get this going so maybe again we should ground the gents up in diplomatic proceed to share our thoughts in true brave way What's the name of Celtic's character again? I keep forgetting. That would be Alex. <laughs> so after after Bobby says diplomatically, Artie's going to grab a Bible and look over to the pew to where I already forgot Celtic's character is and toss it to wake him up. You're literally going to throw the book at him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not throw it, but give it a little toss. I would say, what rules have I broken? And also, I got my character's got like the most ba- most basic name. Come on, <laughs> I have three brain cells and they're all burnt out. You're good, man. You're good. So, like, when you toss it, are you aiming it like near the floor on them, like at the feet or the head, like where? Just so I can get an idea. Center mass, just right on the chest, waking you up all together. All right. So, as the book landers, so you just hear Alex just go, "Oh, oh what was that for?" I just need your diplomatic opinion. Diplomatically opinion. We were thinking, Bobby was thinking, if all of us diplomatically go down the street to Big Bubba's and steal some car parts, maybe a whole car, one of us can probably press the gas and one of us can steer if we're so inclined. Or I can just get behind the wheel. That to Alex. What Alex do you say? Is 16. Oh, yeah, you're older than me. Oh, um, you, you cheeky fucking bastard. That's right. You got your fucking license, don't you? Or at least a yep. permit. No, license. The one question that, that we still have to, there are many questions that we <laughs> still have to fucking get to the bottom of. But once we get the car, where the fuck are we going to head? That, 
that's a really good point. Level with me, guys. It's in movies. It's in movies. And I've seen a lot of movies. I've even seen a lot of contingency plans on what they call 4chan. But the weirdos on those forums did point out we might have a few military bases nearby. It could be a fair assumption. Or if they're organized enough, we might even hit a checkpoint at some point down either highways. Getting to that point, on the other hand, is a lot harder. Devil's advocate here. Shoot. If we're going off the show, TV show logic, because I've seen those shows too, usually those places are the first to be overran. Fair point. We can't hide in the church all the entire thing. This isn't like COVID or the flu. We can't just ride it out in, the, in our houses for a year. Oh, I've seen Resident Evil too. Yeah, we ain't staying in the church. Now, props for that uh, Resident Evil uh, plug there, because that's exactly what I'm, I was thinking. More Silent Hill, but definitely uh, the Resident Evil. Now, how about this, Audie? You had said earlier about getting some radio oh, parts, right? Radio parts. That's right. So now, hear me out. Hear me out on this. What if we just try to find ourselves a big fucking semi truck, and then we head to the nearest fucking Walmart? And we go fucking plunder that shit like Vikings on a raid. I like that. I right? like that. Maybe hit a donkey's on the way so I could get myself a fucking light and sweet. Because Lord knows mm. I need that for my fucking nerves right now. I could go for a dozen even if it's stale. Even if it's stale. Bundle sounds so good right now. Alex, can you drive a semi? Is that like within your purview? No. I can barely like- drive stick. Fuck. Wait, he said he can barely drive stick. He might be able to. He might be able to. One goes forward, one goes back. It's the same thing. It's just bigger. Ooh. Yeah, but the, the problem is if we fuck a fucking diesel engine up, like, that's, that's bad shit. I, I mean, will say, though. Could I fix it? Give me <clears> enough time and enough cups of coffee? Yes. I However, was then about to say, yeah. In the situation that we're finding ourselves in, at least right now, at this time, I feel that speed, the time is of the essence, is, I guess, what they would say. True. Very true. At least to find our families. But I hate to say it, we have to think about ourselves first. It's a terrible thing to think about. A terrible thing to talk about. But how is our family and friends going to survive if we don't at least try? What do you think, Alex? Maybe, but yeah, I don't trust myself behind the wheel of a of rig. No, what, where, what do you think in order of priorities are, like, what would be priority one, priority two? Are we staying well, here? Are we not staying here? What do you think? All right, out of curiosity, since I wasn't here last session, did we, like, look to see what supplies were here in the church when we got in here? Or were we just getting here barricade and that was where we left off? The latter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let me back this up. So you guys haven't looked at anything yet. Ozymandias is the only one who really searched, but that's because he came into the church and he searched the Padre P- Padre's office and found things all over the place, and then found a little black notebook of some kind. 
But that's about it. But as far as supplies, nobody, including Ozzy, has yet to search for supplies. Question. I know not every church has built the church that, you know, me and you grew up with. Does this church have a kitchen? Like, a kitchen? Like, the way that our church had a kitchen? Mm-hmm. Good question. <laughs> I will say... You know what? I will say yes, because actually... And this is going to be a lot of fun. Just to give a little personal insight. So me and Amador, right? We're going to use this based off our own personal experience. I'm just going to twist it a little bit. So you guys know that there is a kitchen because, in fact, that's where most of your troop meetings happen is in the little kitchen that leads into this tiny, like, little conference area, right? It's like a small room. You know that this kitchen in this conference room is... So if you have the actual church building itself off to the side is like a little small building that houses like the amenities and the little kitchen with the conference area. So think of it as like a portable that is attached to the property of this church, right? So if you go to the portable, you have a very basic kitchen and you also have your little meeting area, which includes like the really pl- bl- hard plastic black chairs, like <laughs> the folding chairs. It's a great time. But yeah, <laughs> so there is a kitchen. And then, of course, you have your meeting space where you have your meetings as well. It is in a portable that is next to the actual church itself on the property. OK, so in lieu of saying that, Art is going to stiffen up and be like, we forgot the most important thing. Even more important than trying to get out of this place. Is there food and water? Do we have food and water? Well, then- this is, I was like, this is a church. I got to do baptism. So there's definitely water. True. Also, what denomination of church is this out of curiosity? So I'm going to be very, I'm going to be very stereotypical here because if you think about it, this is like your stick. So it, while it is on the more sc- smaller scale, this is a like Catholic church. <laughs> So while it's not as grand as most Catholic churches are, it's still pretty decently sized. Okay, that means the body is more going to be the wafers, not like actual unleavened bread. Yeah. Okay, never mind. I was going to say, because we might have food if there's one of those churches that does the actual like unleavened bread, but never mind. I want to go check the kitchen and see what kind of food and water we have. That's important. If we're going to hunker down here for at least a little bit, I think that's a little bit of something we should think about rationing out. We got to put our scouts, our scouts brain to the test, guys. Think of this as a prolonged trip with danger. Lots of danger. Yeah. Grizzly bears with, around the corner. Yeah, I'll go with you to take a look. I'll, I'm actually, let me, I'm going to stop over at the secretary's office and see if they have any internet left and see if we can't find any information on, on, on what the fuck is going on in the, in the out world. And then I'll, I will meet up with you all in the, in the kitchen. Yeah, I was like, because they might actually have info on, like, where a safe zone might be. Yeah, the internet, all of it, we stay up for out of character. It might actually stay up for at least a week in an actual situation like this before the satellites go dead. And then saying to that kidder, because the internet is always right. To the kitchen with me, Artie. Alrighty. Okay, so that's what we'll start with. And then, Bobby, I'll come back to you in a little bit. Artie and Alex, you two make your way over. So the way to get to this building is not that hard. 
obviously you came in the entryway and then towards the right side of the chapel church whatever you want to call it there is a door that leads outside to the additional property of saint augustine's and as you exit the door you exit and of course there's a little patch of grass in encased in this wooden fence perimeter around the side of the church and then standing in front of you is a little portable that has the traditional ramp and the doorway leading into it and as the two of you walk up to the portable you jiggle the door and of course as much as we love padre pio he's very forgetful when it comes to locking up this so you guys always end up coming over here anyways so you open it and head inside <laughs> as you enter it's very bare bones in terms of decor and aesthetic wise. It's like one of those little cheap little countertop kitchens that has the big sink, a little bit of a fridge, and you also have cupboards and things like that. And then, of course, you have a very dilapidated ping pong table and what's left of a carpet ball table where it has seen better days <laughs> and this, the carpet is all dirty because somebody we're not going to mention names the cj dropped soda all over it and it just stained <laughs> yeah this this trailer has seen better days it is probably older than most things it's older than dirt but like i said there's cupboards there's a sink there's a tiny little fridge as well as chairs a ping pong table and a carpet ball table <laughs> As much as Artie wants to check the refrigerator first, he's going to hit the cabinets first to at least see if there's non-perishables because he could, without a doubt, think of a few perishables inside of the fridge, but he doesn't know how long they've been in there, how long this the power has been out, etc, etc. So straight to the cabinet, and he's going to start searching for non-perishable canned foods, things he can throw in like a pot of water and boil or on a campfire anything that's super like we gotta hunker down cool so <laughs> the beautiful thing here is when it comes to this game there's no set stat in terms of searching for things and because of the freedom that this game offers, I'm able to homebrew things a little bit. Not homebrew in a sense. I'm going to make things up. Artie, here's what I want you to do for me. I would like you to roll me a D6. And so, depending on what you roll is going to determine the severity of what you are able to find. But I'm not going to tell you what's what. Okay. That is a... Four. Excellent. Alrighty, so with the four, Artie, as you are going through the cabinets and trying to look for any non-perishables, you are able to find the following things. So you're able to find about eh, five bags of like those snack-sized chips. So like the ones that you normally put in lunches. So the they're like ones? the little, yeah, the little small ones that are more for a single serving. You are able to find a, a Kate about eight water bottles in like actual water bottles. 
And more importantly, the one thing that you do find is you find a first aid kit as well. That'll come in handy. <laughs> Definitely. Now. But, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, now, can I use my oddball trope to find if there's anything most curious or strange about this scene. And if you need anything a little bit more specific, I'm trying to find somebody's hidden stash of snacks. No one's holding out on this situation. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Alrighty. <laughs> that is your trait. Do you have to spend any brave tokens to activate it or is it just part of it? It's to have to spend a brave token and I will do Okay, so if you do that, I will say, <laughs> all right, so let's, you know what? I will set it up for you, but I want you to narrate and give me details. So it's not a secret. Again, we love Padre Pio. The problem is he's not very good. He thinks he's good when it comes to hiding the good stuff. But you guys are well aware of where everything is. Artie, why don't you tell me where is this secret spot? Slash stash of all the snacks. <laughs> he think he's gonna be real, real smooth. You know those big boxes of vanilla wafers you can get. The really vanilla, the regular ones that not a lot of people like, and you might just eat because they're there. He has a couple boxes of those, and he's and Artie's kind of rummaging around. And he's damn it, I knew there was a little bit more. I knew there was a little bit more, and he goes to it. And he finally gets to these last boxes, and he's they're probably full. Whatever, I'm just gonna. Grab it and go for it. And he's going to pull them out and open it. And it's just going to be filled with snacks this old man should not be eating because of his high blood pressure and his sugar. And he's going to ruffle some more. He's, he has that first box. And then a little bit more behind that box, he sees those grandma cookies that you see that are full of. That's usually a sewing kit. But it is not a sewing kit in there. There's more snacks. There's lots of chocolate in here, I could imagine. And like gushers or something oh my gosh that is amazing yeah so as you are going through the secret stash Artie, your eyes like similar to the kids finding the treasure in the goonies your eyes just light up and you're just like jackpot oh my goodness so while this is going on alex is there anything in particular that you want to look for or do while you are in this portable so to speak are you there? Speak to me. Oh no, the zombies got him. <laughs> no, sorry, headset was being a little wonky. Here, repeat that real quick because I was fiddling with it. That's uh, all good. Is there anything in particular you would like to do? Artie found the Padre Pio's like snack stash with all the sweets and everything, but is there yeah. anything in specifically you were looking for? Artie was mainly looking for food for the most part, and Grand, they did find bottled water. I'm actually going to look, want to see if I can find like because when you said that I already found bottled water first, did they find like jugs or just like the individual waters like you put in a lunch? Yeah, individual waters you put in a lunch. Okay. He found eight of those. <laughs> okay. Because essentially I'm going to be looking to see if maybe there's like maybe some empty jugs that we can use to fill up water and also see if the waters like still work on this place too. Because we don't like you said, we don't know when the apocalypse started. So we don't know if even water pipes are still working. Okay. So. You know what? Let's so roll. So, Alex, roll me a D6, please. That is a six. All righty. So 
Alex, as you are looking through, as you see and hear, already find like the individual waters and you get the idea in your head to see if you can find the jugs. You search through the kitchen area. And as you open up the cupboard underneath the sink, you find yourself two those like big five gallon jugs of water. Oh, nice. And because you rolled the most success, they are also both filled as well with water. So best possible outcome here. Oh, yeah. Now, as far as the actual water, you go to the sink above and you turn on the water to or turn on the sink to satiate your curiosity. Yeah. And it takes a little bit of time, but the water does come through the faucet. But that the water is not as not forceful is the word, but the pressure is a lot less pressure than there normally should be when you turn on the faucet of a sink. Like it's coming out, but the pressure is not the greatest as Uh it slowly drips through like it's a steady stream, but it's not as powerful as it normally should be. Yeah. So seeing that I'm. Probably going to be assuming like, oh, maybe someone ran over a fire hydrant. They were putting out fires and didn't realize they were zombies. Those kind of moments. But still haven't found the jugs. And I'm going to let Ari know since he's going, you already look what I found. Ooh, you lucky son of a gun. Yeah. Downside is water's not really going through as great. So we might want to be careful about how often we use the bathroom. That's why we have both genders in this beautiful church, meaning we have a lot of stalls to use. That is a fair point. So, with that in mind, though, we should be at least okay for a little bit, or at least until Bobby can get the old Bertha going. Because if we go any longer past our five small chip bags and random sweets potted and finish then we will be what we like to call in a very fucked situation now you're starting to sound like Bobby he's ripping off on me I don't know if that's a good thing the great thing and with all our delicious at least with my delicious snacks I think it's time to head back show Padre what we got so we can figure out a game plan from there sounds like a plan alrighty so the two of you with your combined strength, I guess, is the best way to put it. You guys carry you carry the snacks and the waters and everything back to the church. This has been a Vibe Tribe production. Remember, take care of each other, love one another. And as always, keep those good times rolling. We'll see you next time.